Greetings. Welcome back to the Cape Lead Revolution. This is Chachi with just kind of a, a quick little personal anecdote that I've hinted at a, a couple different times and that some of my friends and colleagues have been really pushing that I've found personally just super enlightening is just the, the concept of, of being present. And, oh man, I, I just, on, on a personal level, I need to say that this has changed my outlook on everything, just the thought of, of being present. And this goes to uh, credit to Dr. Janelle McCauley, Dr. Michael Gervais. Uh, you're listening to the talks of uh, Dr. Brene Brown. All, all these different things and all these different people are kind of telling us that you know our cell phones are bad to put them down and kind of focus in the moment. And so, so we absolutely do. But, but what happened the other day was my son's fifth birthday. And two years ago, uh, I was deployed for a year and I'd only been gone about two months and I missed his third birthday and I'd missed his second birthday the year before that. And I'd missed his first birthday the year before that. And so it wasn't until he was turning four years old that I was able to attend his birthday. And we took him to Chuck E. Cheese back then, and, and it was great. And he's, it, he's still in that phase where, where he wants dad, and he really enjoys being around dad, and, and I love every single second of it. But I spent two years away from my family. And, you know, one year deployed to Southwest Asia, and the other year living in Central Texas while they lived here in Phoenix. And so, you know, I, I'd go see them every month, but it was only, I only got to see them for about four days every month. And I missed so much time. And part of the main reason that I retired from the military was, you know, I have my 13-year-old son, Noah. I missed so much of his, his life. You know, I missed the same two years with that. But, but he and I didn't live together until I met Noah when he was two years old. And uh, that's when Allie and I started dating. And then, you know, a year later, Allie and I were married. But it was another two and a half years before we had ever lived together. And so by the time... Noah came to live with me, he was like five and a half years old, almost six. So by that time, he spent so much time with Allie and I'd missed so much. And then, you know, Allie and I spent time apart. I was used to missing her. I was used to missing him. That, that, that was okay. But then when Renan was born, when we lived in Hawaii, I wasn't going on business trips all the time and I wasn't deploying. And uh, I just had a lot more time for family. So I started really to appreciate what true family time looked like. And then when I went to Kuwait for a year, that was, that was backbreaking. And then coming out of that year, we knew that I was going to retire. And so, you know, then moved to Phoenix. We'd previously discussed that. So it did make sense to pack up and move them after that year in Kuwait. So we just decided wherever I got stationed, I'd do that solo for a year. And then I'd come back here, which we did. But at, at the end of the day, I missed two years away from my family. And, um, you know, I, I, Part of the reasons for retiring was that, you know, I saw everything that I missed with Noah, all the mistakes that I made there, all the opportunities lost and all the time away that I didn't really understand at the time, but I understand now. And so a lot of my retirement was making sure I didn't make the same mistake twice. And so I had an opportunity to get it right with Renan where I knew I had gotten it wrong with Noah. And as I do this, I'm a lot happier. And I'm going to start this by saying, talk about the sons, my sons, but just, just in general, I'm happier about the concept of being present. 
And so the other day, when it was my son's fifth birthday, we got up, we made him stuff, and he got presents the night before from Nana and Gramps, and he opened them, and he was screaming every single time. It was like these Spider-Man Legos, and just screaming, oh my God, it's what I wanted! And it was just to see that that pure joy, and just to, to, to watch the, the love and fun take over a child is, is just amazing. And I, I'm sure most of us, if not all of us, have experienced it. And then the next day, you know, we did more presents and I have that video recorded and just screaming the whole time like, oh my gosh, again, this is exactly the Spider-Man Lego I wanted. No matter what Spider-Man Lego we got him, it was exactly the exact one that he wanted. And it was so much fun to watch. And it, it was really an amazing time. And so when we, when we think about these moments, like I, I video recorded that, that last one. And then a lot of it not, and I, I didn't necessarily post, but I did that for me. And I recorded that, and I haven't posted it on social media yet. Perhaps I, I will. And again, not many people are going to care about someone else's kids opening presents. But, but I, when I took that video, I knew I was there. I knew I was there. I knew that moment was pure. And I also know that that moment is fleeting. And so what I'm probably going to do is post it to social media Right? Not not because I want to, I want other people to say it, but I do like the fact that Facebook does the history stuff. And I've really been loving how every time throughout over these past years, and then we missed it with Noah for some of these young times because it wasn't that prevalent. And, but uh, but now each year it sends us reminders of the things that happened one year ago, you know, one year ago, two years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, all these different things. And so I want I want it to remind me of all these different things that I had with uh with, with Ren and growing up because the, these moments are fleeting. But being present, I was there, I was in the moment, and the thing that I try and do now is to give pure time. That when I come home every single night that there's, if there's time I'm gonna spend with them, I make it time about them. Whether it's Renan, whether it's, it's Noah. And like Noah's a little bit different. He's 13 years old. He, he's his own self right now. And, and he likes doing a lot of different things. Right? So he likes playing video games. Uh, and he likes talking to his friends over video games. Or he likes sitting in his room and drawing and doing all that stuff. And, 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 and that's fine. That doesn't lend itself to having a lot of quality time with us. But he's doing what, what he likes to do. And I, I have no problem with that. But I try and make it purposeful. And last weekend... Uh, I was doing some business out in California and I took the family to Universal Studios. And you know, the, the phone was away, we were taking pictures, we were making memories, and I was present in those moments. It's not just we went there, I know that it was a purposeful act and something that we wanted to do for our kids to let them see different things and then Noah wanted this Harry Potter uh, robe that you know, we looked at Amazon that we could have gotten for $40. We ended up spending like paying $120 for it there but then a lot of it was he went into a Harry Potter shop and everything was there and we drank butter beer and we had you know so much fun that was a pure moment and we were present and we were there and so number one I want to ask you do you think about those moments when you're playing with your children do you realize that you know everyone says that they grow up so soon but do you put the phone down and you give 30 minutes a night to your children just start there. Give 30 minutes that is all about them. Whatever they want to do. Piggyback, piggyback rides, going to the pool, playing with Legos, anything that they want. 30 minutes with them, pure. 
That's what I've done in recent months, and it has helped my sanity greatly. The other thing about being present is being present for yourself, right? And and obviously having spent two years away from my kids, and those are two years I'm never going to get back. I'm never going to get back. So I'm doubling down now, and I'm making sure that when I'm with them, I am absolutely present, and I'm making it distinct and purposeful and loving. That's the time that I owe them, and that's the time I try and give back to them now. But again, the other thing about being present is I try and be present for me too. And nearly every single day of my military career, I got up and and, uh, I went to the gym or I worked out. And that's what we did at our unit. That's what we did in technical training. That's what we did at our units. That's what I did my entire career. So that's fine. And that was my time in the morning to to work out. And so I've kept that up. I mean, the past few years when no one made me go to PT, I'd get up and go work out in the mornings because that's what I was used to. And that was my time to work out. But as, as people talk about work-life balance, and again, I hate work-life balance. I'd much rather say work-life integration, or even now what I'm hearing is work-life harmonics. I love getting the harmony of all these things together and how they work in concert. But the thing that the Air Force has pushed is 21057, and you've heard me say that before, is two hours a day for you, 10 hours at work, five hours at home with your family disconnected from work, and then seven hours of sleep at a minimum. That's really how you should kind of do your, your day or at a, at a rough wag, a, a, a good, again, a, a wag is a wild ass guess and just, just understanding how your day unfolds. But the thing about the two hours in the morning is while I used to use that time to work out, now I know that that time, even though I'm still working out, is my time. And I go into that two hours every day knowing that this time is for me. This is my selfish time. This is where I get to do whatever I want to do, whatever I need to do to make me a better me, to get me prepared for the day, to get me prepared for the week, to achieve some of my goals, to focus on different things, whether I want to work out and sweat, whether I just want to go for a walk and walk the dogs, whether I want to climb Camelback Mountain like I do most times, like there's, there's just a lot of things that I can do, but it's my time. And I get to choose what I do with my time. And at the end of the day, when I go to bed, I've heard so many people complain like, oh God, I I didn't get to do anything today. Well, I did. I do it first thing in the morning because no matter what happens, once I clock in at work, so many other things can happen during the day. And so my day unfolds and I get home and I'm spending time with a wife and kids and you know maybe some of our friends and everything else. It's hard at that point to find those two hours because we have so many other commitments, so many other responsibilities. So to me, and again, this doesn't work for morning people. I absolutely get it. But this is the time where I can set aside and find the time for me and be present for me. And again, not about being selfish, not about being selfish at all. This is about me being right for me and me doing what I need to do to be the best version of myself. That way I can be the best version of myself and hopefully that just transcends everything where I can be the best father I can possibly be. I could be the best husband I can possibly be, friend, leader, teammate, subordinate, what, whatever. Right? This, is, this is what it's about, is being present. So I just want to ask you here and now, are you present? And I really want you to seriously consider that question. Not just platitude, like don't, don't just sit here and say, well, yeah, I kind of work out every day. Or like, well, I, I take my, my kids to school. Right? That is a task. And while you can have fun during that task, also set aside purposeful time. Purposeful, meaningful targeted, directly scheduled time 
for presentness. To be present for your family. To be present for the people that mean the most to you. To be present for all the things that you love and hold dear to your heart and that are most meaningful in your life. Are you present for them? If you're not, please take some time to think and or reconsider your stance on this and what you can do to be present. Or if you take your time in, 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 the, in the morning to work out or evening to work out, understand that that's not your workout time. That is the time for you to restore your soul, to do what brings you joy, to help make you the best version of you that you can possibly be. That's what it's about. And man, I, uh, huh, yeah, so I, I've been happier that I've been in a long time with this concept of just being present. I, I'm more meaningful with my family. I'm more purposeful. I'm so sorry, more meaningful to my family because I'm giving them better time. And again, it's not about the number of minutes that I give them. It's not even about the quality minutes that I give them. It is about the consistent quality minutes that I give them. I use the same thing for, for reps, repetitions, right? It's not about, if you want to be great, it's not about getting all your repetitions. It's not even about quality repetitions. It's about consistent quality repetitions. And if somebody says that practice makes perfect, that's bullshit. Because you can do something shitty a hundred different times and it's still shit right? But perfect practice makes perfect. Don't do things till you get it right. Do things till you can't get them wrong. And doing these things with our families, with the people who mean the most to us, they're for whatever reason, they're the easiest to neglect. They're the easiest to misprioritize because we will put work and life demands and everything in front of the people that we hold the most dear to us. And it's time to switch it. Absolutely time to switch it present, purposeful, meaningful, quality, consistent reps with the people that we love and a way to show that we love ourselves, to take care of ourselves. So think about the concept of how present you are. Could you do better? Could you be worse? Could you be more purposeful? Could you schedule this out? Could you plan it with other family and friends? Think about what you could do to be the best you. Or how about this? What makes you the happiest in life? Maybe it's happiest if you go for a long run. Maybe you just want to go to the, the gym and throw around some weights. Maybe you just need to sit and read a book. If that's the case, schedule time for you to do that. Don't put everything else before you. Make sure you get, get that done. Replenish your soul so you can be right for everybody else. And whatever that, that means to you, make it distinct. Make it purposeful. Make it consistent. Make it quality. And be the best you that you can be. Because I promise you the world's going to be better for it. So I appreciate your time this morning. I hope you have a great day ready to, uh, to kick the covers off. If you're just waking up, hopefully you're, you're attacking the world. But this is Chachi reminding you, as always, to educate, anticipate, and dominate. We'll talk to you soon, everybody. Later.